Hey, welcome back to a verse of common or prayer blessing. It is June 8th, 2022, and we are looking at another uh, implication of God's grace. Again, reading Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 through 10. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Now a comment. Some of you are probably wondering if there is any hope for you. Some of you are wondering, is there any hope for my spouse? Others are asking, is there any hope for my children? You're crying out. Is there any grace left for me? Has he run out? Is there any mercy left for me? Does God really offer grace to a person like me? Do you know the things that I've done? Do you know the things that have been done to me? Do you know how broken I am? Do you know how much shame that I feel? No one has ever wanted me. How could God ever want a person like me? To you, this implication of His grace is that I want you to simply hear that you are the only type of person that God ever wants. You are the only type of person that there even is outside of faith in Christ. Don't you remember how even Paul spoke about himself in verses 1 through 3 of chapter 2? We are all dead in wrongdoings and sin. We were all walking according to the course of this world. We were all broken. We were all abused. We were all full of shame. We were all children of wrath by nature. That is our story. It's our family heritage. It's our shared problem. We are, by our very nature and our choice, rebels against our Creator. But God. Hear that again. But God. But God being rich in mercy. But God, because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses. But God made us alive together with Christ and raised us up with him, seating us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. But God intervened in Christ to save us by his grace, for by grace we are saved. That's one of the most profound implications of grace, is that in all of our brokenness, shame, our feelings of hurt and harm, our inadequacies, our guilt for our sin against a holy God, there is grace for us because our God is a God of grace that came into this world to save sinners like you and like me. For our prayer this morning, I have two things I want us to pray. One, I would have us pray and pray for someone in your life that you know is far from God and ask that God would have mercy upon them and pour out His grace. You may even decide that you want to share this more broadly. Uh, send it in an email to someone that you know is struggling. Someone Send it in a, uh, a message on social media to a friend that you know is struggling. If you're receiving this, um, in that way, someone loves you and is praying for you and wants you to know God's grace. But maybe you're hearing this and you're that person that's crying out. I just want to lead you to pray with me and call upon Jesus to have mercy upon you. 
Um, there's nothing special um, about the exact words that I'm saying. It's not like it's a magic incantation of some sort where if you get the words right, you're automatically a Christian. Uh, but I want to help you call upon the name of the Lord. I think Scripture teaches us how to do that and that we ought to encourage that. So just right where you're at listening to this this morning, I'm going to pray and I'm going to invite you to pray along with me and just call upon the Lord and ask Him to have mercy upon you. God, we know that apart from you, we can do nothing, and that, Lord, we are sinners by nature and by choice. Lord, our sins deserve your judgment, but you and your mercy came after us and brought Jesus into this world, the perfect Son of God. And Jesus has taken our place to set us free, to give us eternal life to free us from the condemnation that our life of rebellion against you deserves. So maybe you're listening to this as you're even praying now, and you say, I want God to forgive me. Just pray, Father, have mercy upon me. Because of Jesus, forgive my sins. I believe that Jesus lived and that he died and that he was buried and that he rose again and that he's coming again. And I believe that he is the Savior of all sinners that call upon his name, and he is the Lord over all things, the one at whose name at whose name, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. Dear Jesus, have mercy on me. The promise of God's word is that those that call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. I can't tell you whether or not you've prayed with sincerity and you've truly called upon the name of the Lord. But I can tell you that if you did pray with sincerity and if you did call upon the name of the Lord and you are putting your trust in him, God's word says that you are saved. And God would call you to take the next step of obedience and following Jesus to be baptized to become a part of a local body of believers. That's what I would love to see you do, even though I don't really know who's going to be receiving this and hearing this. That you would call upon the name of the Lord, that you would know the grace of our God in Jesus Christ. Father God, please hear these prayers. Save those that have called upon you. Have mercy because you are merciful for your glory's sake and the good of others. In Jesus' name, amen. Now we close with our blessing. Now the eternal God who is your refuge be a rock that is beneath you, the tower that is around you, the shelter that is above you this day and all the days until Jesus comes. Amen.